0: Hello everyone and welcome to Sold with Updike Pew. I'm Jeff Updike. And I'm Weston Pugh and we've got a great day um, with some amazing things to talk about and uh, we've got uh, Jeremy Radcliffe with SWBC who's going to come on in the second half. Mm-hmm. So sit back, stay tuned. We've got a full day. We sure do. And today is our first official day to be live on YouTube. It is. So, um, I guess the big catchphrase is like, share and comment, subscribe. If you're on that, please. We are, um, really working towards that. We've done the, um, podcast. We've got this, and now we did YouTube. So yep. we're trying to reach everyone in as many different channels as we can. Thanks to Zach and Ziggy for making that technologically happen. So, way to go, Zach.
1: We have Jeremy Radcliffe with SWBC Mortgage back with us again today. Jeremy, welcome.
2: Thanks, Jeff. I'm glad you're here. You bet. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it's good Jeff. to see you. <laughs> Great to be here.
1: So we wanted to, to kind of get together again today. And gosh, I, you're, have, you, have you been busy
2: over the last couple of days? Yeah, it's been a little bit insane the last uh, week or so. <laughs> we're we're Very busy. That's for sure.
1: So, what um, uh, I know this wasn't on our agenda, but how does uh, how does the that Fed rate cut? It doesn't really directly affect your what happens to you, but how does that all tie together? Yeah, there's a little bit
2: of confusion on when the Fed cuts cuts rates. What's exactly happening? And uh, if you think about the the Fed rate cut is really what how it's a monetary policy in terms of what's going on between banks. So you'll see uh, credit card charges get lower. Um, You'll see even your interest savings on your bank account will get a little bit lower, but that does have an indirect effect in terms of how interest rates are pricing out, and probably a lot of your listeners have already heard about what's going on with interest rates. It's been really interesting. Mm -hmm. So rates are down. Uh, They're down even from where we were. Twelve months ago, it's just kind of a, crazy. It's a unique. I thought we were about as low as we'd see, uh, and we're, we're still down. So, well, I'm I'm
1: almost ready to to call you and say, so how much are you going to pay me to borrow money?
2: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's funny you say that. I was just talking with someone today. I was like, they they were asking how long, you know, should we do something now? I was like, man, I don't know how much lower they could go. Uh, I mean, we're in some cases. Uh, every clients a little bit different but it are at all-time lows I would think it, it's just
1: amazing yeah. and it's a wonderful opportunity yeah. for people that are considering buying a home changing from that rent to the being a actual homeowner. Right. Um, and you know that was kind of where we wanted to focus sure. today is how what are some of the uh, what are some of the ways that you talk to what are some of the things that you would want to tell somebody if they were considering this
2: So I think the first thing that comes to my mind is, um, it's opening up some possibilities for people who maybe weren't comfortable, uh, with where interest rates were even 24 months ago. You know, we had, gosh, after the elections of 2016, rates really started to go up. Everyone thought the environment was rates are going to continue to go up. I think it put some people on the sidelines in terms of wanting to buy made people feel a little bit nervous about it now. I think we're starting to see people be like, wow, this really is a great window of and who knows how long the window is going to be here, mm-hmm. but it's a great window of opportunity to, to explore home ownership. especially I've had clients who um, like first time homebuyers are really interested because they're seeing the news. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity the way loan programs can be adjusted now for clients. Um, depending on your situation mortgage insurance isn't as expensive as it was even a few years ago so there's a lot of ways to get into home ownership and I think the thing that what I try to stress to clients is don't miss the opportunity of that appreciation where values of homes continue to appreciate Uh, you get once you own it you get to lock in that value appreciation. we were talking about that the Mm -hmm. other day I don't know exactly what the markets doing but but being able to 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 have your name on a piece of property um now as opposed to at at record low interest rates is a really significant uh I think it's a significant um strategy for wealth so it it's a
1: um I I'm trying to pull this number off the top of my head but like homeowners have 41% more wealth
2: correct than yes I wish they, I had it with me there was do. yes um, it was they were comparing the uh I I want to say it was like uh the equivalent of someone's um Oh, the word just left me but basically their overall status in mm-hmm. terms of income or assets total net worth I think is the word uh, and there was there was a drastic difference between people who owned a home versus those that did not so it, it's
1: uh, one of the things that is always interesting for me to hear is when um, you know somebody is kind of making this decision one of the, the things that, some, that sometimes they think is mm-hmm. um, gosh, I don't want to deal with all those property taxes. Right. And you know, the truth is when they're renting, they're still dealing with property taxes. They're just paying them for somebody right. they're else paying through their,
2: their landlord. Yes. That's correct. So, yep.
1: um, they're, you know, that, that's been a kind of a weird thing for me, but you know, you brought up a really good point when we were talking earlier and it was, uh, about, you know, what kind of, what's the first step that, some people make that they probably shouldn't and it's you know not calling somebody that knows what they're talking about.
2: Yeah. The, the side story to this was I was talking with, uh, actually in the last couple of weeks, I've talked to a few different individuals and they said, you know what? I, I don't have 20% to put down. I'm not ready to buy. I know I either have to do 20% or I'm in an FHA loan. FHA is not a bad product. It's a great product for some people, but that's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Their conventional mortgages would allow someone to put down in some cases low as three percent um, and what happens is to that point i see people talking to their friends sometimes who bought maybe five ten years ago or maybe even to their parents who have not bought a home in a long time and they're getting in some cases some really bad information so my my point was make sure you talk to a lending professional someone that can actually um, kind of walk you through some options that are more present day than maybe what happened yeah. a while back. So,
1: Well, and, you know, we had some clients that we sent to you a month or so ago, and, you know, one of the key factors for them was uh, you pointed out that they could borrow from their 401k.
2: Correct. Yep. So uh, I'm not a tax advisor, so always uh, I recommend that you speak to your CPA. But there are some options in terms of being able to use assets from a 401k for the purpose of down payment. Those guys, if I'm not mistaken, we're trying to retain a current home so they've got some money set aside. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. In the, um, so it kind of gives some leverage in terms of using assets in a 401k. Um, you can do a side, you know, you can do a loan with your existing employer. Um, so it allows them to use that for the purpose of down payment, um, and not have to wait for their home to sell.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and it puts them in a much better position correct. when it comes to, you know, finding the home, negotiating right. the deal, the ease in moving. Uh, I mean, it just makes life so much makes easier. Makes
2: it so much easier. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, I was kind of looking over some of the, the, uh, the bullet points that we were talking about earlier and, um, What, what, what else would you tell somebody that was buying there that was considering buying today?
2: You know, I think the, I I mentioned in kind of that deal of getting right information, but I would say also, um, we're, we're talking with a client right now who is convinced that doing less than 20% down is a bad financial, uh, and I, and I'm trying to illustrate to him like, Hey, you know what, there are loan products now where you can do less than 20%. In some cases you can avoid mortgage insurance as a whole. Uh, and maybe take a little bit of higher rate, but in the, the trade off on that is your payment doesn't change as much. So there's just several ways to look at that. And so I would say before you are uh, just kind of set convinced that you've got to do the 20% down or something, I'd say talk to a lending professional because there are ways that we can structure loans now where you can get in as low as in conventional in some cases 3%. Hmm. So um, it's kind of an amazing environment for that. Yeah. So it,
1: it's, uh it, is not quite back to where it was like where I thought it was like in 2004 and five where, you know, if you just had a heartbeat. No, it's
2: not. We're not back to that kind of pre housing. There's still I mean, you still have to qualify, so we're not doing stated income or mm-hmm. anything like that. But but in terms of I think the, the mortgage markets worked itself into where let's get deals that make sense. Uh, and I'm really proud of where we are as an industry right now. I think I think we're presenting great options for clients. I think we're presenting great options for homeowners. And I'd say I'm, uh, I'm proud to be a mortgage guy. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think you're a good great- one. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. I'm proud of what we do. I think the thing that I love is that we're getting to see people get into homes. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've seen that change people's lives Ser- seriously, yes. like really make significant differences in, in their lives. So.
1: Yeah, there, And, and again, it's kind of go back to the stats that I don't have memorized, but there, sure. there are, um, there are actually benchmark facts that the quantifiable facts that show that it does improve people's lives from a f- family perspective, from a careers perspective, from you know just an overall health perspective. Right. Because there's the stability that comes along with homeownership.
2: Yeah, and the other thing I would uh, we were talking about, I would say in terms of people who have not bought a home before, I think one thing to consider is um, I think there's some trepidation about what if if I put all my money into a down payment or mm-hmm. if I put. Uh, if I'm losing some liquidity or I don't have that asset sitting in my bank account. I was talking to a friend the other day and they said that was their concern of like, gosh, I like seeing this money in my account. And I think there's always a trade off. Mm -hmm. So the trade off is you, yes, you're getting that money in your account, but what is that money doing for you Mm -hmm. right now, as opposed to potentially being in a property where you're getting the value of appreciation, assuming we're in a market that continues to appreciate. Yeah.
1: The, uh, you know, I was running some calculations for somebody the other day and even if you were one of those people that bought a piece of property at the height of the market, say in 2005 or 2006, right. and then you saw your value decline during the Great Recession, you know now you are still in so much more positive position because when… You know, when we came out of the recession, housing values on average were down about fifteen percent in our market, wow. which is a really yeah, low amount. Yeah. You know, compared to other places in the country, but we had that ten percent appreciation for you know four and a half years right. there. It was
2: kind of insane. For and, a little bit. and that
1: has slowed, which it really right. needed to. But you know, it's still we'll say it's five percent. Right. You know.
2: Well, even in a market correction, that's what I'd say. Like, the 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 trade off, and I have a lot of friends who are still in renting. Uh, which I think is a great option, but if what I'd say is at least looking at what your options are in terms mm-hmm. of uh, what does a payment look like because I, all the friends I've spoken to their rents are, continue to go up year mm-hmm. over-year and they're not as happy with where they are. So
1: And condos are really becoming yes. kind of a more
2: yes. yeah, I'm excited about some of the stuff that Fannie Mae's done in terms of condos. they've loosened some of the guidelines uh, in terms of what they allow us to lend on. Condos are treated a little bit differently, so we do a whole project approval as well. Uh, but condos are a great option. You know, I think um, my brother's actually looking at some condos right now. So there's some ways out there to kind of explore, hey, what do you do when uh, maybe the house, maybe single-family residence isn't in a space that I can afford or when I'm comfortable with? Hey, condos are great,
1: yep. in my opinion. They're, uh, um, You know, for people that are kind of, they're not ready for the full home experience sure. or, or responsibility, I guess is a better way to put it. You know, condos and townhomes, I think are a great, uh, a, a great avenue because you, you, you do pay your homeowners association fees. Right. A lot of people forget that the HOA is not this right. third party out of here. It really, it is you, it is you and all the other owners. Right. Yes, there might be a management company in there that also is going to get paid, but from a management perspective, it, it helps financially manage um, just your maintenance cost because right. you've got that one set fee that's fixed over here that you're going to pay every month, but if you get a roof leak, more than likely it's going to cover that. If right. somebody else gets a roof leak, yes, you're going to be covering part of that, but that shared expense right. really reduces.
2: And what Some of the attraction I've heard about condos recently is having that community aspect too as well. Um, I think that's attractive to uh, certain home buyers where they're like hey I don't necessarily want to live by myself in a neighborhood I want to I want to live closer with a group of other people mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah condos are a great option
1: yeah so if uh, if there is uh, are any condos out there single family homes that you are are thinking about this might be my next move certainly give Jeremy a call we'll have his contact information up there for you and uh, uh he is you know if you if you can't find his contact information then you certainly reach out to us sure. we know how to find you perfect yep. happy to help out so, so jeremy thank you for coming on always today. a pleasure all- i
2: appreciate you guys let me jump on and um i'm proud of your show y'all are doing great hey, so, thanks yeah. we enjoy
1: it yeah, so, so again if you if you need anything uh give jeremy a call and we'll uh, we'll get you connected up and, and make sure that uh you get
0: good guidance yep that was really great, and um, one of the first things that I ever did, I just started a watch party. So everybody that joined the watch party, thank you so much, and thanks for all your feedback. That was great, and I will try to figure out how to mute it the next time we do that. <laughs> Oops, I wondered sure. what that was in the background. So it's still on, so let me turn that off because that was I just threw my camera. So anyway, <laughs> all right, thank you all so much. It was really nice to be back with you today, and um, just remember, we want to be realtors for life.